0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dad Whisper. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson, and I'm thrilled that you're joining me again today, especially if you're a father who wants to add another tool to your fathering toolbox. And before we delve into the conversation today, I just want to review the template that works as a grid every week to guide our conversation, which is simply on your mark, get set, go. So dads, I invite you to envision yourselves standing side by side each other, getting ready to run your fathering race this week, and I'm on the sidelines as your coach cheering you on saying, on your mark, get set, go. On your mark is the topic or the theme. Get set is putting that into more clarity for you as we fill that in with stories and stats and go is always your action step so that you can put your love for your daughters and your sons into action this week. Well, today is part two of a two-part series where I'm doing something I've never done here on The Dad Whisper, where I am being the one interviewed. Yes, I am. Now, here's the best part of what I'm telling you. I just got married, and I am going to be having my new husband interview me. I'll tell you about him in just a minute, but I am here to highlight my new book that just is being released this week, titled, Let's Talk, Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters. And I just wrote this book. I've been working on it for a couple of years. It's my second book for dads of daughters. You can go to my website, drmichellewatson.com, where you can find a link to buy the book. But truly, men, my heart desire behind this book is to equip you as dads to succeed in engaging your daughter's hearts. And it all starts with talking, hence the name of the book, Let's Talk. So let me tell you a little bit now about my husband, who's going to be interviewing me today. You've probably heard his name if you're a dad who's been around the block for any length of time, but his name is Dr. Ken Canfield. He started the National Center for Fathering 30 years ago, and he and I co-chair the father-daughter division of NCF, and we have been partners and allies and friends for years. He even wrote the foreword to my first book in 2014. Ken is also a widower. His wife, Dee, was a friend of mine. She went to heaven and is now there, I believe, cheering us on. And I have the privilege now of loving and partnering with him in taking care of our tribe of 24 so far, right? Babies are still being birthed. And we now have 24 in that tribe, children and grandchildren that I adore. And it's such an honor now to have Canfield be my last name. But just for sake of clarity on the dad whisper, I'm going to keep saying Dr. Michelle Watson, but I wanted you all to hear it first here that I am now married And I'm excited to be partnering with my new husband, Dr. Ken Canfield. I'm so glad you're here today.
1: Well, I am honored to be here, Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield. And (laughs) and I applaud your discernment of good character. So uh, as the interviewer, I am anxious to get on with this stuff because you have labored, I've watched and heard the results of your research, and most importantly, your work with dads. Mm -hmm. So let's get to those five strategies Power strategies that are going to make a difference.
0: You got it. Well, let's first give On Your Mark. So the title for today's conversation is Five Power Strategies a Dad Can Use to Lead His Daughter. And you've taught me very well that men love numbers. I've learned that from you, Ken. And so we're going to give men five ways that they can pursue their daughters intentionally and consistently. And these are in my new book, Let's Talk, Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters. So get set. If you missed last week's program, you can go to my website. You can go to iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Pick that up. It's called Let's Talk About Dr. Michelle's New Book. So let's get into it. I punt to you part two of our conversation.
1: Okay, I want to begin by asking a simple question. What has prompted you to write Let's Talk and Listen, Mm -hmm. Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters?
0: Well, it's such a big answer, right? There's so many things I could say, but to really sum it up, I would say, what has compelled me to write this book is seeing a need, a felt need among fathers to know what to say to get it right in pursuing their daughter's hearts. And sometimes dads go, I'm saying everything wrong. I'm just not going to say anything. And I'm over here on the sidelines whispering, going, no, no, do not walk away. You know, pass, go. You got to collect your $200, monopoly terminology. You got to stay in there, dad, in the game and not give up. You don't do that in sports. You don't just walk off the field. Same with your daughters. So I really was compelled to write this book out of a felt need, first of all, that I've seen in dad-daughter relationships. But I wrote this book really to help dads decode their daughters, be inspired by hearing other stories of other dads and daughters, I'm giving them 60 scripts so they have the words right in front of them on all kinds of topics so that you, dad, can be the hero you want to be and that your daughter needs you to be.
1: Now, I know you've been counseling 25 plus years Mm -hmm. and largely a female audience, so you've seen kind of the dark side of what happens when a dad isn't intentional and proactive. So I feel that in all that I've read right now. And, and you feel that passion and, and in some ways that prophetic challenge to dads, because if dads turn their hearts to the daughter, there's going to be generational fusion and healing and so many things. Mm-hmm. So today we're going to talk about the five power strategies. What I love about this, this is a framework so if you got a pencil right now, you just sketch these out because these five will make a difference, I guarantee. So tell us what those are.
0: Okay. Well, the first one is they're all lead her to dot, 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 five L words. So the first one, Dad, is lead her to laugh because this is a starting point, right? we got to start in the light, fun, less than heavy topics to build a strong bond and I want to give you just a little bit of science here cuz neuroscientists have confirmed the importance of laughing together. There's the key, not just laughing, but laughing with someone. Because they say that our brains release chemicals when we laugh in ways that strengthen long-term relationships and reinforce social bonding. So I thought, okay, if laughter's the best medicine, then every father would benefit from increasing his skill set in that area, wouldn't you say?
1: Absolutely. So are you saying you've got a joke book? You've got (laughs) jokes in here? Because you're absolutely right. You can feel those endorphins kind of bond together. But what does the science say about laughter? What is going on physiologically in a dad and a daughter when they can smile and bust forth with a belly laugh and just...
0: Hilariously, uh-huh. well, oxytocin is released. It's called that's a bonding hormone. So sometimes, even in laughter, you might find that you're hitting each other's arms, or but that touch, that sense of emotional touch, physical touch, engagement that way increases oxytocin, which is really an antidote for depression. For for. It's amazing how our brains are wired, right, with cortisol when stress is pumping through to almost crave something to calm that down. And and sometimes we run to chemicals, or sometimes people maybe even over exercise trying to just regulate themselves. But I think laughter is an underutilized resource. And I'm like, Dad, if you can lead your daughter to laugh, Sometimes with you and not even at herself. Oh, no. But if she can just learn to lighten up, I'm telling you, my dad has had to tell me that one a lot through the years, Ken. I am not good at lightening up. I'm an intense firstborn. You know that. I do. And so if he says lighten up, I react negatively. But if he helps me laugh... It gets to the same goal without telling me that I'm not doing enough right to be lighthearted. Yes. But if he can get me laughing, so I'm like, I put questions in there, dads, where you can like ask your daughter, what about me makes you laugh? Let yes. her make fun of you. Yes. You might even want to ask her, what item of my clothing would you love to see me get rid of? Let her make fun of something, yes. and I guarantee you'll be laughing.
1: Yes, and dads, here, this self-deprecating laughter where you reveal yourself and with a smile, just say, hey, what do you think about that? That will engage her mm-hmm. to go even a next step, and then you can really laugh.
0: Totally. Okay, you ready for number two? Let's have it. Okay, so lead her to laugh. Number two, Dad, lead her to love. Let me tell you what I mean by that: is If she can love herself first, out of the overflow of that, she pours her beautiful affection and real love into the world in a positive way. I mean, I think about how God says... You know, in Scripture, you want to love me with all your heart, heart soul, soul and mind, mind, right, and your strength, and love your neighbor what?
1: As yourself.
0: As yourself. Are you saying that neighbor might be your daughter? Oh, there you go. There I you think go. It is. But but look at how too. The as yourself piece means we love someone else. Yes. Our neighbor, our dad, our daughter. In like, kind of how we love ourselves, But I think sometimes we don't know what that means, or we don't want to raise an... You might not want to raise an entitled, self-absorbed daughter that just loves herself. Guys, I got to tell you, I have never yet in 40 years met a daughter who says, my dad loves me too much. Right, right. He's too focused on me. Yes. I think he needs to back off. I've never heard that. So the question is, what does it look like for a woman, a daughter, to love herself That's the next section in the book where I have all kinds of questions, dad, that help her understand herself first about what's her personality. Because if she knows her personality style, for example, I once had a dad that said, my daughter, we did that Gary Smalley uh, kind of thing. The animals. Yeah, the animals. Like, are you a lion? Lion,
1: retriever, otter.
0: Or a beaver. And saying, here's these four animals that are four personality types, and she... Once she found out that she was an otter, her friends, he overheard her going, well, I'm an otter. That's why I like people. And that's why I'm so outgoing. And it like gave her a way to love herself because she understood herself better. So this section is about helping her understand her love languages, Mm -hmm. focusing on self-esteem. Dad, there's power in that conversation where you're asking her, what number would you give zero to 10 to rate yourself? Mm -hmm. How you see yourself. That's her self-esteem, her self-worth. If she can talk to you about that, she's going to help identify where there are, let's call it bombs in the bridge in her own self-esteem or in her relationship with you, her relationship with God. You can help lead those conversations because I've given you scripts to do that.
1: Right. And what I'm getting a picture of right now is remember when your daughter was young and when she waited to see you. Maybe you'd been overseas or you're on a trip or just coming home from work. And she was all full of love because there was freedom and confidence in what you had built. And what did she do? She ran to you and she embraced you. Now, right now, that's your role. As you listen and run to her, you will not only bring freedom, but healing to her as she prepares for what I believe is cultural challenges and chaos.
0: I love that. And
1: I believe Let's Talk is kind of like the vaccine for the cultural messages that are out Uh there. Now, vaccines are foolproof, but they do provide the basis of something that you can go forward with a sense of confidence. Now, as you go from laughter and love, what's the
0: next L? Okay, so the next L, lead her to laugh, lead her to love. The next one is lead her to look. And what I mean by that is you want to help her look at herself, at others, at God, higher power. So, and and I put higher power there, which may be offensive to some people, but what you've got to do, dad, is meet your daughter where she's at. Sure. And if she can't do the God thing and you're trying to force that on her, obviously that's not going to allow you to connect. So if your daughter needs you to use that word to build a framework to connect with her, You got to do it. So that's why I use that word. But in this section of the book, Ken, I'm talking about a dad helping his daughter go into these kinds of topics. Like what's the difference between your false self and your true self? What does it look like to name and conquer your fears? What are they? Can I join with you in looking at what those fears are and let's conquer them so that they don't control you? Here's one of my favorite themes in that section. What does it look like to become a world changer? I think of my friend, Dr. Lori Salerno Maldonado. How's that for a long name? She's been my friend since high school. She started a nonprofit called Teach One to Lead One. I've even interviewed her here on the Dad Whisperer. And she still claims she's my same age, 60 years old. As she looks back, her dad loved her what she calls feisty energy and found ways to help her love that about herself because that's not always seen as positive right out in the world. But dad, that's a section under lead her to look at herself. But this goes into the deep end. You want to hear more of the topics in this section?
1: Absolutely.
0: It's about cutting, suicide, depression, and even if your daughter hasn't been suicidal, I guarantee she's probably had friends who have. Okay. So it opens up that conversation where you get to hear the impact of that loss on her. And you want to hear what else is in this section? Everything. This is really heavy. Okay, go. It's on sex, sexuality, same-sex attraction, sexual harassment.
1: Okay, hold <laughs> it. You mean you have conversation starters for each one of these topics uh-huh. to help dads? Exactly. Okay.
0: Bullying, cyberbullying, pornography, eating disorders. So again, I'm talking about my decade of working with dads and sure. working alongside them. Rarely have I heard dads say, I love those topics. In fact, I stay on a weekly plan throughout 52 weeks of the year to help my daughter know that she can talk about that with me. No, more often than not, I've had dads say, I don't even go there because I don't want to do it wrong. Right. And that's why I'm so passionate about this book, Let's Talk, Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters, because dads, you have got to lead these conversations with your daughters if you want her to have input even from you. As a father, rather than just her peers, and you may not be able to change her mind on something, but I guarantee it will go into her heart space and she'll remember this for the rest of her life. If you're just joining us, I'm Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield, the dad whisperer, newly married, being interviewed by my new husband, Dr. Ken Canfield, who founded the National Center for Fathering 30 years ago. And the title of today's conversation is Five Power Strategies a Dad Can Use to Lead His Daughter.
1: Okay, so let's motor on, because what we're talking about is prepping dads for success. Mm-hmm. And this comes from Tried testus Research and Practice-Based Application. Now, what's the fourth L? Because this may be a tough one because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of this going on in the culture right now. What is that?
0: Lead her to lament. So that's a word about leading her to grieve. And I, I can tell you honestly, and this is about me and my dad, is my dad maxes out at a certain amount of emotion with me. And as you all know, the older your daughter gets, she's more verbal and more emotional, right? Absolutely. And so my dad has admitted to me that he can't always handle the amount of emotion that I bring. And I'm wired as a very intense emotional bumpkin. Blame God, he wired me this way. And can I just say for the record, I have married a man who I'm not too much for, right?
1: Not too much for me. (laughs) Not
0: too much for you. He can handle my intensity. But you guys, you got to understand is that God wired me with a passion to see the hearts of fathers across this nation change. He has. It's going to be till my dying breath. So if you have a daughter who's more intense than you feel you have a capacity for, I would encourage you to get this book, the one that I wrote for you dads, Let's Talk, Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters. You can go to my website, drmichellewatson.com, where I have links to where you can get this book you know, at any retailer, but you can more easily do it through my website. But going back to this idea of what does it look like for a dad to lead his daughter to lament, Yes. your goal, dad, is to get close enough to hear her heart cries and her true longings, the things inside that she may have never really verbalized or gotten in touch with, while also making amends for any hurts you've caused her, because her lamenting, her sadness, her grieving, may be because of her relationship with you.
1: It could be.
0: Yeah, I have scripts for how dads can ask forgiveness.
1: I can't say enough about this, because I feel that the whole feminine culture, in many places, has been abused, abandoned, and forgotten. Mm-hmm. And so what we need is this vulnerability. Yeah. And and dad, it may be you taking the first step and saying, One hard thing that you went through in life. And there's nothing better that brings healing than tears. And those tears, talk about tears, how precious they are. And and add that spiritual insight about how God holds your tears. That's
0: profound. Right in a bottle. Yes. I've often said, he has barrels of my tears in heaven. I've been one of those that's been able to cry. I, I know other people that say, I can't ever let the tears out. And then some of you have daughters that you say, "Whoa, she can cry on a dime." But the fact that God says he holds our tears in a bottle, he clearly values tears. Yes. You look at, you know, the shortest verse in the Bible, Jesus wept, is he entered into right when Lazarus died, yes. crying, lamenting yes. with even Mary and Martha, two yes. women who were grieving. Yes. He knew how to cry himself. And so I think dads have to expand their capacity for that kind of emotion in their daughters that may be about them. So a couple questions that I have in there is where a dad can say, tell me what words I've spoken to you that have stuck with you that have made you feel better about yourself. And then part two, tell me what words I've spoken to you that have stuck with you that have made you feel worse about yourself. So in this section, we're talking about father wounds, father voids, and I love, Ken, how you just said it's about a dad also being vulnerable, Mm -hmm. where there's even in this book an opportunity for you to share how your dad's words have impacted you, where there may be voids or wounds in your own life with your own dad, and making amends. There's the key.
1: Yeah, and you know, I would say of these five power strategies, this may be one of those hidden secrets, Mm. because as men... What do we do? Pick up and go on. And this mourning, this grieving, as as I have faced the the loss of my wife and seen the impact on my three daughters. Yes. And this was very deep and it's heart-searing and 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 grief. It's not just a one-time deal. It's not sequential, Dad. It's a process. Uh So this lamenting helps us come in sync emotionally with our little girls who are going to be young women and will have children likely in the future that will be our grandchildren. So Mm -hmm. let's lament unashamedly, openly, and I think healing will come.
0: And if your little girl, your You know, whatever age your daughter is all the way into womanhood hasn't healed those wounds. Those wounds aren't healed. She's going to live with that unhealed area inside. And just like a physical wound, it will limit her. It will cause often more problems down the road in other areas. So the shorter that time span is between the wound and the forgiveness and the healing, the healthier your daughter will be. Can you share that verse, Ken, in Psalms about grieving a mother?
1: Yes, Psalm 35 says this, I mourn the loss of my brother, but I grieve the loss of my mother. Now, grief and mother is connected like in no other way. We don't grieve so much the loss of a father. Sure, we're sad that our dad dies, but dads are supposed to die as heroes in battles. I hope you're hearing me, Dad. You are the explorer, the challenger out there. But when a mother dies, it is much different, and the grief goes deep, deep, deep. And so what you're doing is endowing generations you may never see by learning to lament with your daughter.
0: Mm-hmm. And one thing I'll add is I can think of some friends just off the top of my head where they're lamenting for the loss of their father mm-hmm. has been greater than the loss of their mother, if there was more of a bond there. But I love how you're highlighting that God in his word is saying there's grief over the loss of a parent. And maybe you're a dad right now who doesn't understand you know, why your daughter would lament the loss of a pet <laughs> Or the loss of a friend or whatever. But that is so important. I, I haven't heard you say that like that, Ken, until now, that maybe this section is one of the most important. So let me just review that if you're just picking this up now. Today we're talking about five power strategies that a dad can use to lead his daughter from my new book that's just released this week called Let's Talk, Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters. You can go to my website, Dr. Michelle Watson, to learn about it. But it's lead her to laugh, lead your daughter to love, lead your daughter to look Lead your daughter to lament and
1: number five, we've been waiting, da da Da-da-da. drum roll.
0: Lead her to listen. Now, the reason that I put this section in there is because we live in a technological age where we're, you know, we have 280 characters or we're we're limited to what we text. And so f- for a daughter to really learn how to engage you as a dad, to learn how to ask questions, to draw you out. Who better to do that with than you to learn to enhance and strengthen that interpersonal skill? So listening is really, this section is about flipping the script where your daughter now has scripts in front of her to ask you questions about your life. What life was like as a kid, your relationship with your parents and childhood, how your relationship with your dad impacted you, even about your history with drugs or alcohol or addictions. And some dads might go, I don't want to get into that. Dads, your daughters need to know the mistakes you've made, things you've learned. Obviously, it'll be age appropriate based on her age. But those kind of things are going to help your daughter connect more to you when she sees that you're human, that you're not just there setting rules and boundaries and limits, but that you're sharing with her about your life. So that last section is lead her to listen.
1: Oh, I love that. So let's talk and listen conversation starters for dads and daughters. And the and
0: listen part is not in there, but it's implied. So I love that you're saying that right there. So let me just close, if I could, by just saying, I wrote this book, Dad, because I wanted to see your heart turn towards your daughter. It's all about a heart turn. That's what God calls it. And the way you turn your heart the best is by listening to her. Because when we as daughters open our mouth, our hearts open. And when our hearts open, your hearts as fathers open. So, Dad, it's about putting your love into action, and that's why I wrote this book. Well, in closing, On Your Mark today has been five power strategies a dad can use to lead his daughter. For Get Set, my new husband, Dr. Ken Canfield, and I have been talking about how you can put into action specific ways to pursue in your daughter's heart and lead her. I think a lot of dads are saying, I don't know what to do to lead. Well, I want to equip you as a dad to be a leader in your home in your relationship with your daughter. And these questions also work with your sons, many of them. And if you're a mom or a grandma listening, buy this book for the men in your life, your son, your son-in-law, your husband, so that these other men have this tool in front of them to lead their kids and lead their daughters, to engage with them, with themselves, and with God. Well, go. Your step today is to buy this book. I would encourage you to do that, which sounds a little bit self-promoting, and I don't mean it that way, but I'm so passionate and excited that I just wanted to share this resource with all of you. You can go to my website at drmichellewatson.com. There's a link there to Let's Talk, conversation starters for dads and daughters. There's also free resources. You can sign up for my bi-monthly Dad-Daughter Friday blog, and you can also subscribe to the Dad Whisperer podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Well, this wraps up another week's program. It's been great to be here with my new husband, Dr. Ken Canfield. I'm Dr. Michelle Watson, the Dad Whisperer, encouraging you to make today a day where you are intentionally and consistently investing in pursuing your daughter's hearts. Go, Dad!